Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I've really found this season to be very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. It's been really delving deeper into the things that we brought up in season one, but in a much more expanded way in some ways. Mm-hmm. So where we spoke about different types of fears in season one, in season two, we really spoke about the concept of fear. Yeah. Where we spoke about stories in season one, in terms of specific stories that you tell yourself to back up different beliefs. Mm-hmm. In season two, we t- spoke about the concept of story. We spoke about astrology, mediumship, tarot. We spoke about your gifts a little bit more, which I don't think we've ever really spoken about on the mm-hmm. podcast. But ultimately, in every single episode, we were building towards this. Mm-hmm. And in order to get here, we had to really understand what I had to really understand because the podcasts are really, you know, a measure of my life in a lot of ways. I had to really understand that, first of all, I am the only one responsible for my life and my choices. The impact first falls on me Mm -hmm. before it feeds out to others. Mm -hmm. And so if I want to create a more purposeful life for myself, I have to take responsibility for my life. And taking responsibility for my life means making my own choices, my own decisions, listening to my own connection to myself and my gut and my heart and knowing not trusting but knowing that it will always end up in my highest good and another piece of peace and freedom Mm -hmm. that really has been the marker of the season even when we've been talking about 5d to 3d 3d to 5d straddling things look chaotic things look crazy things are peaceful certainty uncertainty What we've really been saying it at all is that the stronger the connection you have with yourself, it doesn't matter what the rest of the world looks like, even your own, Hmm. because actually you will be centered and you will be not just fine, but you will be doing exactly what you need to do. And I found this season really hard for that reason, because whilst I could take each little manageable bit of let's talk about gratitude, let's talk about mindfulness, let's uncover a little bit about death or emotions, Mm. being able to really bring those together and go, all these things were all the things that were blocking me from my connection to myself. Mm -hmm. And that connection to myself was the only thing I ever needed. If that connection is based in love, then that will be what's echoed outside of you. Whereas if that connection's echoed in fear, then your fears will come back to you so you can see them mm-hmm. and then you can deal with them and you can heal them. And that's kind of what it's felt like. And on some levels, I've had the best experiences I've ever had in this past four months. Mm-hmm. I really have. But they only happened when I really connected to what I wanted. Yeah. And I followed that regardless of any shoulds, woulds, wills, whys. The times where I was most at discomfort, it was when I was ignoring that. Mm -hmm. But it was also me learning, more importantly, what it's like to not be taking responsibility for your feelings and acting accordingly. So once you remove fear, shame and judgment, and you're really left with this idea of, I have no idea what the fuck is around the corner. But all I know is that I cannot and refuse to not follow my internal barometer. It does make life a lot easier. Right now, I can trust that whatever happens will be in my highest good. 
but I look forward to turning that into knowing. We did have a number of breakdowns over the past few months. A number is generous. <laughs> I, I was being serious when I said to you, at least every other day. And it went on because we were taking so long to finish this season because we were also writing a book. But at the same time, why it took so long was to be able to give you the space as we talk about our relationship to time and why does certain things seem to go really, really fast and other things tend to take a while and longer than we would prefer because that keeps us in our discomfort longer. But we are in our discomfort longer because we have a lot to learn. So we're permitted that space, if you will, in order to wring out all the lessons from that one experience so then we can move forward. And that's when time always speeds up again. It is really difficult to witness our lives change. And even if we know or trust or believe or, want. or hope that it's all for the best, coming out of this is somehow going to make it all worthwhile. It's not fun. Mm. It is very painful to witness how all the ways in which we've had to release ourselves from our 3D world of separation and polarity and all the ways in which we've built up our lives to make that possible and untethering ourselves from it. It's really one of the most difficult tasks we've had to undertake. It's only scary because it was always scary. And what's scary is that we believe that there was pain on the other side, which is why we never did it. And we're starting to find out that actually it's freedom on the other side instead. All the ways in which we had defined ourselves through the tentpoles of third dimensional separation and polarity, you know, religion, politics and greed. We worked very hard to make ourselves worthy and to define ourselves around that. And as those tentpoles crumble, our identity crumbles along with it. And we're left to ask, who in the fuck am I? If I will not be able to achieve a modicum of wealth in this lifetime, what does that mean? If the leadership that I believe in isn't really leading, then who am I? If all my faith went into something that didn't have my best intentions, that wasn't acting in integrity, then who am I? After the question, who am I, is what the fuck am I doing here then? If I don't know what I'm doing in this lifetime, and I don't know who I am, what is the point of all of this? And those are three very profoundly difficult questions to ask when we do not know ourselves. And that is ultimately the point of season two. Can you figure out yourself enough? Can you define who you are, your values, your standards? and get to a healthy enough place where you can see yourself and your divinity. And once you can connect to your divinity, then you can begin to get a glimpse of what you're doing here and understand why we are all here and what the point of all of it really is. So much of what has kept these tent poles in place has been how much we've surrendered our power to them. Why we've been able to surrender our power has everything to do with our fear. Our fear is that we will not survive without enough money, without some divine intervention on our behalf, because we're not powerful enough to do it on our own, and without someone in a position of leadership to take care of us. In order to allow those tent poles to go down, in order to erect new ones in fifth dimensional consciousness, we need to get into our power. The reason why we surrender our power to someone else it's because we don't want to take responsibility of our power alone. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't think we're good enough to be powerful. Our fears of failure have everything to do with that core fear of I am not good enough. We remain in fear, yeah. from and, my experience, mm -hmm. unless we confront them. 
every time you, I said to you, just tell me, how do I do it? What do I do? And you just kept saying, that's your choice. At the time, it made me feel so frustrated because I kept thinking to myself, just fix it. Just make me feel better. Like, you have all these fucking magic powers. Why aren't you just sorting me out here? Aren't I doing enough work? Can't you just help me get the rest of the way? But what I didn't realize is that waiting for someone else to tell me that I am good enough to do what I am here to do is giving someone else my power. Which means you were never going to get around to doing it. Exactly. Or if you came close to realizing your purpose, you were only going to live so much of it. And it makes total sense. If he chooses me, I know I am worthy. If I am let into this club or if I get this job or if I make X amount of money, I know that I am worthy. Yes. Right? So on that level, what you're saying is I'm not worthy unless these things happen. I have put my power outside of myself and given it to someone else to define for me. Surefire way to not be empowered. (laughs) But then when you go even to the more meta is you need to tell me why I'm even here. We're defining it at every choice we make. Mm. And that is our path. Every intentional choice in our integrity is defining our purpose. Not because it is our purpose, but because the stronger you get to your connection to yourself, the more you're able to create the world that you want. And if we really believe that we actualize our fate, that we actualize our reason for being by being that connected to ourselves, then no one else can ever define it for us. For ourselves, we want to be the most joyful and at peace and free. Mm -hmm. And the only way we are doing those things is when we are living our own purpose. So the more we give away our power, the more we give away our choice, the more we give away our connection to ourselves, The more we're giving away our purpose, therefore, the more we're going to feel split. The more our karma or the shit that happens or our pain or our hurt or our fear will rear its head to us. Oh, it'll keep us in that loop. And the clearer we are about what our purpose is, sooner we can break out of that loop. How do we get clear about our purpose? Our purpose is twofold. The first one is to realize our reason for our existence, which is ultimately to come into our divinity. That is that connection to ourselves that you speak of. When we come into our divinity, it means that we are fully empowered individuals who are capable of achieving anything we set our hearts to. And the second one is to live in accordance with that divinity. Which means live in accordance to that empower place of empowerment. Yes, it's to actualize that power in order to serve a collective. I decide mm-hmm. I want to change because I'd had enough of my shit. I'd had enough of my fears being realized, the endless loop in my mind, basically just being ruled by fear, judgment and shame. Mm-hmm. And not being able to break out of that. So then I meet you. But I've made that choice already. Mm -hmm. And I've started doing things along that way. Yeah. Challenging myself in the smaller ways. And actually a lot of the stuff I couldn't have done with you. All the journaling and all that crap. It would have been a waste of time. (laughs) And then together, through the podcasts, through now the book, through our friendship, through other friends that I've had, through all my choices, I started being able to heal my crap. The shit that happened to me, mm-hmm. I started to be able to heal it. Yeah. My karma, whatever you want to call it. These podcasts stop being about my healing journey once they come out. Someone else might listen to them and hear it and might trigger their own. Yeah. 
So then the time that you spent counselling me and the time that I spent editing the counsel session into a podcast ends up helping someone else who might then help someone else and someone else. When you're saying to serve, what you mean is once you're able to heal something, you're able to help other people transcend it, not by transcending it for them. No, and not by telling them what to do. No, but just by giving them the space to see that there is another way, another choice. Always. And that's what you mean by serve. We cannot, as a collective, move forward unless... Everyone is at a certain level. Completely. So if as a collective we want to move forward for ourselves, our children, our grandchildren, the the generations to come. Our evolution. Our evolution, the world's evolution, all the rest of it. We need everyone to be a bit on board. Yes. If not totally. As on board as possible. Yeah. As everyone has the capacity to do so. Exactly. Yes. It's all well and good to be whole and healed in yourself. But if everyone around you isn't, it's not going to last super long. Because technically, if you think about it as kids, we did come in in this whole healed, beautiful way. So if we continue to live as whole healed people within the 3D structures, we will start to backslide. It's normal in some respects. Yes. It will become diminished. Yeah. While we are wired for our purpose... So much of our experiences and our lives, if they remain in a 3D and separate from us and we start to split, we will not be able to actualize our purpose. So it is in our benefit and our own purpose's benefit to get everyone else to kind of move along with us. Absolutely. So it becomes that kind of both effect, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of the path that we're following. But how do we master this path? I think it's about being comfortable enough on it to ride that. If we want to talk about mastering our path, in other words, we can also just say, how can we get to a place where we are so comfortable that we are living our truth and that we are doing what we intended when we came into body? We need to be able to do three things. So the first one is to know ourselves from the inside out. And that means living without any fear. No, none at all. None. You can have little worries. Little doubts. The expression on your face is making me worry. (laughs) I definitely don't have, I definitely haven't divested myself of all my fears. Have you done it enough? Where it's okay if you have some concerns, it's okay if you have some doubts, it's okay if you have little worries, nagging things, you get stressed out about certain things, you're human. But are they interfering with your life? Are they preventing you from living your truth, expressing yourself, from realizing all of your desires? That's how you know if you're in fear or if you're in this like minor sort of worry concern. And a lot of people may not be at that first one until much later this year. And that's okay. Because as we said, the first eight months of this year is really the space for a lot of people to get to there. If you know you really want to do something and the only reason that's stopping you is you're scared of the fallout, then you know your fear is holding you back. What you do after that acknowledgement is up to you. Completely. What's the second thing? So we need to actualize our beings so that we can truly grasp that power. So it's about once you are living in the space of fearlessness or you're living the space where you are aware of your fears and you are fighting through them. In doing that, you are allowing yourself to become you. Realizing as in making real your truth as an embodiment of who you are. That is true power then, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's literally you're walking your walk and you're talking your talk and you're owning all yourself. And so what's the third then? Once we know and actualize, we are able to fully live our purpose. So knowing ourselves, being that self, and being able to live according to that truth. And whatever that looks like for you is your purpose. Entirely. 
we will all come into it at some point. We are being gifted the opportunity to understand what that really means later this year. So if we really want to come into a more expanded life, a more expanded consciousness to deepen our relationship to ourselves, deepen our relationship to our loved ones, experience more of what the world has to offer, then choosing to step into our purpose will be one of the most important things we do this year. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.